Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business show. Houston had a, a, an election here and, uh, for mayor and several other offices. And one of our recurring guests um, uh, has, was actually a candidate for mayor, Lee Kaplan. Uh, everyone, any long-term listener of the show is familiar with Lee. Uh, he is uh, an attorney, has a uh, really well-recognized practice, uh, an incredible firm, small business owner, and uh, so I'd love to talk to you really about all levels of government and what's going on the political front. Uh, but of course, we focused a lot on city issues recently with this run. We've had an election. Uh, there was a lot of candidates that ran. And really, not a surprise, political pundits, uh, the uh, candidates with the uh, longest experience, that's your name, was seen much more often. Uh, are going to be in a runoff, which, you know, surprised no one. But I tell you, I, I can't even tell you, Lee Kaplan, how much I was hoping for a different result, uh, certainly not like you. Um, it's interesting. It's an interesting testimony and really shows, shows the challenges uh, that we have with a democratic system, in my opinion. Well, yes. I mean, this was ultimately a name recognition and money race. Um the people who finished uh, first, second, third, and fourth had the most name recognition and or the most money. And in, in uh, the front runners, uh, the two front runners had by far the most name recognition. And uh, that's not surprising. Uh, a lot of people have their lives to live, and, and they may be upset about traffic or up, upset about flooding or upset about people running red lights or upset about crime, ultimately they live their own lives and, and uh, name recognition counts for a ton. Money helps create more name recognition. So I understand and, and there are plenty of ways for people to serve in this city because we have many unmet needs that the private sector can meet. No question about it. And uh, and I guess my frustration is that there's absolutely no doubt what 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 combined the two people that are in the runoff combined have been in office for fifty that's five fifty plus years. Uh, you know, of them, one of them have a uh, reputation in the offices they've held. Neither one of them do. Uh, one well, of them has actually, consistently. Pardon? It's more like eighty years. Uh, John oh, Whitmire himself. Sorry, right. one, of, one, one alone had fifty years, didn't he? <laughs> right. So. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me. You're right. Uh, you know, and and you know, and one, the one we're, we're mentioning, he had a uh, has consistently won. Uh, you know the Bowers Award from Texas Monthly Magazine, and, and for his role in the legislature, uh, he he is in fact one of the most consistent ones. We don't get anything done. And so it's interesting how name recognition works. You've got to kind of do your homework as to figure out why you're hearing about that person and not just uh, conclude because you're hearing about them that they're a choice. Well, it's natural for people to vote for somebody whose name they recognize. And, and because there's somewhat of an unspoken assumption by people who don't know about politics or how the city works or how some other arm of government works to think somebody with experience knows better about how it works. And the truth is 
I believe, the opposite, which is we're better served by people who are not long-time career politicians. And uh, that's that's something that I tested, and as you can see, I was unsuccessful. So um, people go with what they know, and in fact, uh, the Whitmire name is one that was perpetuated in part by Kathy Whitmire, who was once John Whitmire's sister-in-law. She was married to his brother, who passed away. But, uh, you know, that's not not unusual. As I say, people live their lives, and they don't wake up every morning and wonder what the latest political news is. And, uh, of course, Sheila Jackson Lee has imprinted herself on the city uh, the city's consciousness in many ways too. And so I don't know what kind of race we'll have for the next uh, few weeks for sure, but, uh, it might be lively. There might be some, some accusations and they may be below the belt and below the radar screen, or they may be out in the open. I guess we'll find out more as people rev up the campaign. Whitmire has more money right now, but, uh, uh, Sheila Jackson Lee has very ardent followers, and she's spent a lifetime in politics attending funerals and keeping up with people. I don't know if Whitmire has done that to the same extent. I'm inclined to doubt it. Yeah, yeah. Well, of course, with uh, Sheila Jackson Lee, if there's a camera anywhere near, she's going to be there. <laughs> that's uh, reputationally, again, that's uh, what she's known for. People spend time looking at the, what, what it is. And, and uh, in Whitmire's case, you're right, he has more money. Uh, but even that is a question uh, ethics-wise on how he had such a huge campaign. It seems fairly likely he violated some. Uh, in order to do that, I mean, again, I, I don't want to be a bro. I, I, I just don't want to, uh, you know, go on and on, on certainly on a negative side. But I appreciate the fact that you are taking the positive, and I already know that you've uh, garnered things from it, good takeaway for yourself, but for uh, voters. And uh, I was learning a lot about what it's like to, to run for mayor just in my conversations with you here on the program. So some thoughts and takeaways uh, from a broader perspective than my my axe to grind. Give give us a few of those, Lee. Well, I have two major takeaways. Number one is it helps to go all around the city. Despite being a a native Houstonian and spending basically my entire life here except for college and law school, um, I thought I knew the city pretty well. And, And I did, by some standards but I didn't by others. And I have met so many more people who do things I knew nothing about and in neighborhoods that I knew very little about. And that's despite having spent eight or 10 years being an assistant scoutmaster over in third ward, which is not where I live. The second takeaway is that government can't do nearly as much as we might hope or expect. It takes individual effort whether it's giving money to charities or working at charities or volunteering at charities. The average individual has a lot more influence than we would ever think, not on an individual basis, but because so many individuals here are like that. Whether you are volunteering at a a food bank or dropping off food or picking up clothes or working with a scout troop, 
Uh, these are things that people do often as a matter of course, and it's underestimated how valuable it is. The city's budget is, you know, six or seven billion dollars. The gross domestic product or GDP of the whole area is many times that. And then there's there are the kinds of things that people do that are not measured. Household services, personal care, picking up people who need a ride to the hospital, providing um, different kinds of services. Those are things that people do that we we don't dismiss, but we don't recognize enough. And if I were to fault our city government in some way, it'd be that city government hasn't done enough to really encourage people and to praise, to recognize them and to praise them for what they do. And so my advice to everyone has always been find at least one activity and, and probably you should have one or two and not six or eight, one or two activities that you care about and put some effort into it. I think writing checks is valuable, yeah. but personal involvement, your time, which is the most valuable thing to all of us, is really important. Yeah, get your hands dirty, as they say. I, I volunteer on the education front, helping kids in that front. And uh, uh, I, I think that is a uh, really very uh, good advice. Uh, very small, And it's good for us. It's not only good for our community, but it makes us better human beings, happier human beings, more purposeful. And uh, there's a huge amount of self-esteem uh, from those kind of activities, don't you think? Right. And, you know, it's easy for me to say because I have enough leisure time or spare time that I can do things. My son is now out of the home. He's working and he's married and working. And there are many people where the two parents are working at jobs and maybe not at the same time, and they have very little time for their own children. And so I think it is very important to focus on your family. Make sure you support and educate your children if you have them. And then take some time to think about what else you can do for the community. And so, as yes. I say, it's easy for me to say these things because I've had the leisure uh, to be able to do that. And uh, But I would say everybody can contribute. If it's nothing more than picking up the extra garbage that's not in your yard but it's in somebody else's yard nearby, somebody who's maybe out of town or incapacitated, uh, just doing those little things are so valuable to others. And it's under-recognized, but that's a full life lived, and it's very fulfilling to do things like that. You just feel better about yourself. And no question about example. it. So yep. I care a lot about the city, and I think mobilizing private resources is something that a mayor can do, um, and people enjoy it when it's done. Absolutely. All right, Lee Kaplan, always love talking to you, sir. Always enjoy our chat. Spicer Kaplan of the is his law firm, skv.com. That's skv.com. I am Kevin Price, and this is The Price of Business. <laughs>